Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how we doing today? Oh, man. how We're doing great. We're 1-0. 1-0, baby. Can't ask we're for much. I mean, it, it's, the, it's the result you want to see to start the year, right? 1-0. It wasn't the prettiest game at times. We'll get into that. But I think we can both be happy with the result of the game and a shutout. So, But before we get into it, we, we want to remind you guys that we are brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, golf, and most importantly, college football. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting to props, futures, and more. Head over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to sign up and make your first wager. Use our promo code. Promo code believe fifty. That's B L E A V five zero to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Burn. You know what time it is. It's Monday morning fullback time. We're gonna put fifteen minutes on the clock, and we are gonna break down what happened between the Badgers and the Illinois State Redbirds. All right, Burn. Thirty-eight nothing victory. Defense looked awesome. Offense took a second to get going. Once they did, though, they started moving the ball in big chunk plays. What stood out to you? Well, I mean, they also had the ball one time in the first quarter. And it was a three and out, which I hate to see to start the game, right? Like, that's not what you want to see. Oh, well, I Um, really hated to see it start. Three-yard run, three-yard run, incomplete pass. And, like, this is just... I've I've seen this story a million times. I don't need another season of run, run, incomplete pass. Very true. Now, what the what happened towards the game at the end or the whole time was not run, run, pass. I thought, listen, man, I was pretty happy with a lot of things that happened. I thought we were just slow out the gate. And that, you know, that sloppy, that slowness, I'm happy it's Illinois State because we won 38 to nothing. We had zero turnovers. I think seven or eight guys caught the ball. Three tight ends, I think. Like, we, we really played a well-rounded game. Now, I don't think that start gets us ahead of Ohio State, but I do think that it's a it's a film that we can really, really work off of. I know those guys in the locker room. You know Herbie. You think that's okay with that guy? There's no, no way. No, absolutely not. I, no I don't way. think it's and okay that they got they were that close to scoring and going up seven nothing, and we needed a hundred yard pick six from the jewelry thief in order to break it open. Now that was an, that was a good play. I mean, the ball was thrown right to him. I mean, it, it was like, it was like Zach Anik said was passing 
to John Torchio and not to an Illinois State receiver. It, it, first of all, it was a great play. I mean, what do we oh, have, two incredible. records or three records? Two, two the game? school records, uh, the 100-yard pick six, longest pick six in Wisconsin history. And a 96-yard. Yep, breaking uh, James White's record, I think, of 92 yards before that or something like that. So, And then Graham Mertz and Chimri DK had their career long in the 74-yard pass. Got it. I can't believe he got caught, though. I was so disappointed. Jim, come on, man. You're a burner. You're the kid who's supposed to run a 4-3-8. Where are you at? I think the dude, the dude took a good uh, angle. So it may, I, yeah. <laughs> I get it. But, you know, you got Braylon Allen, who's like, what, 225 outrunning uh, 240. Come on now. 225. 240. 240. Um, listen, I, I think, you know, we all have this question mark on Graham Mertz. So let's go there for a second. Yeah, let's. You know, 12 for 14, no picks. Really, to me, one mistake. Mm-hmm. First off, the guy dropped the ball on the first. It wasn't a bad pass. It was no. It, it, it was like a, maybe a touch high, but I mean, he he got two hands on it really clean, and like that that that's a ball you you got to catch every time. But that was to Marcus Allen. But he came back and then looked. Then he had a couple plays after that that looked really good. So I was glad to see that a he bounced back and b uh, that coach Witted has enough faith in his guys to say, hey, you know, he's not just going to pull him after making one mistake. Right. I, listen, I completely agree. You know, that would have been a huge play, right, yeah. to con- con- keep the drive alive, mm-hmm. put Illinois State down. Um, but that's okay. Listen, these are the growing pains. This is what we're working with. I think that's what's great about having these games and some of these easier opponents is that we can work through these 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 growing pains and these mistakes. So when we do go into Ohio State, we have three weeks of game film that will show – mistakes and little corrections we can make to hopefully go in there and, and do something special. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, if you look at Graham Mertz, I just hope he does what he did yesterday for the rest of the year. To me, it was nothing crazy. He did his job. He didn't try to do too much. To me, there was one mistake. He run, He was. He didn't throw the ball away when he, you know, like at the end of the game, he mm-hmm. stuck the ball out, maybe got half a yard maybe got less than half a yard but i thought if he threw that away like to me he did a he did everything he was supposed to do yeah absolutely Um, and i thought that the offensive line in general gave him more time yeah he still took what one or two sacks but i thought that he 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 stood tall in the pocket and what stood out to me right last year he started i don't want to say he got the yips but what happened last season that he was rushing everything he looked so much more comfortable staying in the pocket now obviously illinois state's pass rush isn't even going to be as good as Washington State's that you're going to see next week, but definitely not Ohio State and some of the other Big Ten schools that the Badgers are going to face. That being said, he looked so comfortable. He stood tall in the pocket, and he delivered some really, really nice throws. Dude, beautiful throws. I mean, there weren't really – there was no bad ones, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, listen, I'm happy. We just need Graham to be okay to good. Like, he doesn't need to do too much. You know, I, I love to see I'm gonna push the back. I think play if, if the Badgers want to go be better than, you know, nine and three, Graham has to be between good and good and very good. I, I don't think being I don't think being OK is going to cut it because I think you could call his last season somewhere between mediocre and OK. You They need to be better than that if they are going to get eight people out of the box for Braylon. Right. So that Braylon can run against more seven and six man boxes. Graham has to prove consistently that he can get the ball and make the right read. And he did that really well. You saw him working his progressions Mm -hmm. and he loved hitting those tight ends, Clay Cundiff and Hayden Rucci. Hayden Rucci really stood out to me. I think both those tight ends played 
excellent. They both blocked well as well. Uh, Ruchi's known as the blocker, not the receiver. He looked great running routes. Kondiff was getting some good blocks. So I was super happy with the tight end position. Dude, even both uh, Chez and Isaac caught a pass. Yep. So you know that Graham's doing the right things. He's he's checking down when he needs to. Look, I'll take a 12 or 14 day almost every game. Yeah. I mean, and, let's well, be real. I mean, let's, let's be real. If the batters only have to pass 14 times, that means they're probably winning. Right. Now, if they have to go 20 times against Ohio State or, or a Big Ten team, if he goes 16 for 20 for, for 180 yards, I'm okay with that. You know, he, you don't want Graham to be put in a position to lose a game. And no, that's correct. With our, with our defense, with our running game, and with the guys and the skill positions we have on the field, don't lose the game. Like, to me, that's him being good. It's yep. going 16 for 20, 180 yards, maybe a rush for 15 to 20 yards, throw the ball when we need to. Let's play our football. Our brand of football is like position, field position football. Absolutely. Right? So, so don't throw a pick. You know, you get a pick six, you're not coming back from that. You're not coming back. By the way, I just off the completely different subject. I love Isaac Garendo returning. Kicks. Oh, yeah. It's so it, he got one chance. He took it 33 yards and looked great. I, I mean, he's the fastest guy on the team. He's the guy that needs to be returning kicks. Um, I thought special teams were kind of up and down. The punt return unit had a couple issues when uh, Ingram, like, called for a fair catch uh, or didn't call for a fair catch, ran backwards seven yards and got tackled. Jay Shaw also got a penalty on that same play for holding, put the Badgers back in the, you know, back way inside their five yard line, which gave Braylon Allen the ability to run 96 yards. So I mean, at the end of the the day, right. It's it's like, okay, well that just set up Braylon to break a school record. Uh, Speaking of Braylon, the last thing I want to talk about on the offense, I just thought offensive line overall solid. Let's talk about the running backs a little bit more in the fullbacks. You saw both uh, Jackson Aker and Riley Nowakowski get in there, especially when they were going really heavy against the goal line. They brought in Nowakowski. He's a bit heftier of a guy than Aker. Uh, we saw Chez. We saw Julius Davis get some run at the end of the game. What was your thoughts on your position group? You know, I, I mean, Braylon Allen's a special guy. But what's cool is so is Chez. Um, so we have Braylon Allen, Chez Malusi, and Isaac Arendo. These guys are starters if they're on any other team. So I love that. The fullback play was good. I could say it could still be better, and I'm excited for those guys to get in the film room. Like, that's the whole point of these teams. Like, you you get in the film room, you see what you did, you see they were making huge hit contacts, but you got to stick to those contacts, right? You can't hit a dude, him bounce off, and then get an arm on the, on the uh, running back. So I was excited. I think that group is a special group. And if you have two fullbacks that can play and you can do this heavy on the goal line, and it, it's, excuse me, it's it's going to be special, but those dudes are special. Yep. The tailbacks are special by themselves. And you legitimately have three starters. We, we are very fortunate. I, I was super impressed with Chess. I was worried about him coming back. It's only been like, what, eight, nine months since his injury, maybe 10. Nine, I think it's 10 months since his injury. That could be, you know, what was that? That was an ACL. That's, that's a year-long injury typically. So the fact that he came back, and I thought he looked really good, actually. I was... Super impressed. I thought he actually looked in, in some ways better than he did at the start of last season. Uh, Braylon was super patient. He was super patient. You saw on that 96 yarder, even when the guy comes near him in the hole, he just uses, I mean, he just went like, he just went like this and then shoved the defensive lineman to the ground and took off. That was incredible. But I, you know, he's, he, he's a freak, man. He's an absolute freak. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball. Obviously our guy, Herbie, great game, two sacks, but you know that they're not, 
satisfied with that shutout pick six, but let's face it. Like Illinois state got more total yards than they expected. There was some, they gave up some big plays through the air. Uh, Hunter Wohler also went out with an injury and didn't return the safety. We don't know if that's precautionary or not. We'll probably hear more uh, during Paul Chris's press conference this week, but in uh, Preston Zachman stepped up at safety afterwards, coming through with a really impressive and athletic interception. I was, you know, overall, I thought I thought the unit played pretty well. A, a lot of the second team guys impressed me when they got in there. Gio Piaz or Pays, I can never remember how to pronounce his name. He got back there, uh, perfect, ta- uh, perfect technique for a tackle for a loss there in the second quarter on the running back. I thought, you know, all the linebackers who played, Jordan Turner was outstanding as we kind of expected him to be. But I thought he was he hit harder than I expected him. I would say that the, the the front played really well. The mm-hmm. pass rush, yes, they moved the ball, but that quarterback took a beating. I don't think he, he did. didn't get hit at all. Like every pass play, he was getting hit by someone. Literally, we're like a quarter of a second away from ten sacks mm-hmm. in that game. Yep. Um, it's to me, it was bananas. Yep. Uh, and I and I love to see that. I thought Latu played awesome. He was I mean, he was he really stood out to me when he when he was in. Yeah, he was all over the place on TV. Like. If you see the guy's jersey everywhere, you you know that guy's playing pretty well. Um, and it wasn't on replays getting, you know, embarrassed. He was playing and he hit, he hits too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think these guys are young guys, right? We had eight new starters this year. On defense, yeah. Help. Listen, let's let's just say, let's start with there was a, a turnover for a touchdown, a pick six, and they held him to zero points. It's still really hard to do. It is. And they didn't play well. Like I thought they played great, but not super well out of the gates and we gave up some big plays towards you know i think jimmy when we get into the second half we make so many good um on the like what are they called on the fly halftime. adjustments on the fly adjustments i gotta get back into my football brain um on the fly adjustments you know jimmy could do that so oh, the second yeah. half to me was we, they were they were not getting a lot i mean also they got their number one uh tailback back heard yeah. Who is their back, who, who's also a really good receiver out of the backfield as well. And that that was unfortunate for them. But I, I yeah. think overall, like I said, the linebackers really, I think the linebackers stood out. We talked about Turner. We talked about Herbig. Uh, Muma Jungmeta was also, he was everywhere. I think yep. he led the team in tackles. Uh, you saw a lot of defensive backs rotating through uh, on defense. We talked about Shaw's penalty on uh, special teams, but I thought he did a really nice job for most of the day. And, you know, overall, I, I, you know, there's things to work on. I still think that this, uh, I, I was worried about some of those deep passes and the, the safety play a little bit, but the fact that Zachman and Leitu were able to step in and look good, especially after Wolder went down, I think that's a really good sign for the team sort of as a whole. Uh, so in special teams really quickly, they had been one nice kick return, but the punt return units weren't completely on point. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is there. I think it's going to be a work in progress without a dedicated special teams coach this season. You know, you you like Jimmy Leonard, when we were there, you knew and that it was known he will return every kick, mm-hmm. every punt, unless it's blatant, we're going to return it. I think they just need to figure out and without a special team coach to really coach these guys, it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone's trying to do a little bit here and there, but you have a position group that you have to get ready. This mm-hmm. is very difficult. Yep. Um, but you knew, so like the best guys were on punt return. Yeah. Cause the, the best dudes, because I mean, Jimmy was our yep. best guy and he was going to return it. So I think when Ingram and they, they can get their communications together 
And those dudes, you know, like Shaw's just trying to make a play, trying to yeah. protect his guy. I yeah. get it. I'm okay Absolutely. with that. Um, <laughs> but I am, you know, listen, I think it can only get better. This film is so important to everyone individual individual progress and progression yep. for the rest of the season. And that's what, to me, stood out. We won 38 to nothing. We played pretty well in every facet of the game. I, I, you know, I'm pretty, ex- I'm pretty happy with it. I was excited to watch. Like, Badger football's back. I'll be at the next two games. But I do think that this is a learning film, right? You go into it, everyone should probably get a B. I'm sure Coach Chris was like, listen, guys, 38 to nothing, that doesn't really say what the game was like. Right, you got to come out the gates. We got to do some of these things. We can't get penalties. We didn't have any turnovers. Like that's a big day for us. We caused yeah. turnovers. We didn't have any. That was huge. We didn't have really any mental breakdowns. We played four quarter football. We were physical. I mean, I'm excited. I think that these guys are going to play so much better next week. You know, it's the first game. A lot of these dudes have never played on the field. Yeah. So you know, it's a very exciting stuff. It is. It absolutely is. All right. Well. I think it is 15 minutes actually on the nose right there, Bernie. Uh, I'll just say that. Oh, penalty. No, uh, 15 minutes is up. It's the end of the quarter, my friend. I just, you know what? I loved, I loved watching the tight end play. If I, I mean, I obviously love the backs, but I thought that they were three dudes caught football mm-hmm. and three dudes played. We have guys, we have more and more three tight ends, two fullbacks, three running backs. I mean, you, I would be scared if I was anybody else. Like, yeah. everyone is good. Yeah, so they're solid. It, it's exciting. It's exciting. They're solid. Uh, we got Washington State coming up uh, next week. It's going to be interesting. They've got a super talented quarterback, du- true dual threat guy who can really run and throw. They're going to be wide open. They're going to be throwing the ball 50 times a game. So that's, that's going to be a really interesting team to face. We will be back later this week uh, talking about that game a little bit and talking with former Badger receiver A.J. Taylor. Make sure you tune in for that one. Uh, and uh, go back, listen to Joe Thomas interview from last week. That was that was special, man. That that was really so special. Fun. He's an awesome guy. So uh, until next time, uh, this is the Believe in Badger Football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. We'll see you later on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Thanks for listening to the Believe in Badger Football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Believe in Badgers. That's B-L-E-A-V in Badgers. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube page for full videos of our podcasts. The show is produced by Matt Perkins and Matt Bernstein with audio editing and mixing by Matt Perkins. Our theme music is by Matt Blaustein. Thanks again for listening and on Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.